Welcome to Feel Feelings with Danny and George, the show that talks about feelings and the things that make you feel them. All right, so I, I'm Danny. You're George. This is Feel Feelings. Hi. What the hell did you just send us, George? This, uh, it's, a, it's our new logo. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it will for sure be part of the info now. Every, everyone uh, needs to know this image because I have to know this image. So we are uh, chatting with our, our friend Ashley here. Hello, I say hi. hi. Hello, Ashley. Hello. Hello. How are you? Um, oh, uh, well, I was better before I saw that, actually. Yeah, we so were, we were pleasantly recounting stories from our youth. And then yep. George, and George threw that at us. <laughs> George is like, it's Halloween. Here you go. My grandma has this like weird stained glass Jesus uh, that she's hidden for years. And then the last time we were all hanging out at her house, I think for like Easter or something, it feels very uh, specific that it's hidden. Like she, yeah, no, like she, she was tired of people complaining purpose. about it. Yeah. And then, and then my aunt was like, do you remember that horrifying thing? And then she went, no, I don't remember. And then she walked <laughs> to go get coffee and then came back. And was like, do you mean this? <laughs> oh my God. So I feel too many feelings this early on. <laughs> Welcome and, to the show. <laughs> yay, thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> Appreciate you. Yeah, I I feel I feel shocked and stunned, and I I don't know how to host the show right now. <laughs> well, mm. I'm so sorry that I just launched this grenade into the middle of the thing. Because like I I don't want to have seen it, but now that I have You've seen, seen it. it I want to yep. see it in action. I want to see this light not shining through it version that makes it not be there. Oh no, yeah. Mm. That's the that's the creepiest thing about this is that it in like the nighttime, if you're hanging it in your window, the rays of Jesus shine through this and creates the Jesus portrait. But at nighttime, it's pitch dark. You can't see a thing. It doesn't look like there's a face there. So I have a question. Is okay. this actually like the reason you guys asked me to be on this podcast? Was it because now I'm going to have to pay this image forward to a number of <laughs> yeah. folks so I don't if die it, in my sleep? Yeah. Or what's the deal? We are uh, we we are doing a new chapter on the show called Chain Email. Yeah. Uh, except it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that is specifically why you were here. George told me this was coming, and as long as there's someone yeah. else to take it from me. I'm safe. The curse is lifted. Yeah. So, congratulations. <laughs> send this to send this to four other anti-vaxxers if you want to sleep tonight. <laughs> yeah, Ashley. So you don't believe in the vaccine? What's going on? Yeah. What's yeah. Up? No, I only believe in stained glass Jesus from now on. So it's my religion. Please. It's oh. weird, Russian esque. Like it's like it, the only way. If for those who don't have Instagram that are listening, uh, you should get it. But also, yeah, we're pro um, Facebook here. Yeah, get Instagram. Owned by the same get company. WhatsApp. Get everything that Facebook does. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, it it basically looks like the angriest depiction of like Rasputin <laughs> as Jesus. I don't think that helped anybody. 
I th- I, I, that's all I can say. Like looking at, it, I'm like, that is Russian Jesus. A bunch He's of people sad. just had He's to Google goth. what Rasputin looked like. <laughs> you don't want to look that up either. It's a terrifying man. Uh, Great disco song, terrifying man. So this is a, a fun way to open our first October episode of the year. But also, yeah. so actually, prior to that image, how are you feeling? <laughs> oh, well, boy, oh boy, what a lovely uh, day it is here in Philadelphia. I've been feeling just great i'm having some guinness i'm making a guinness stew it is fall so i'm feeling fallish that's a feeling that's it a is. very fun i think it's all right a fun way to describe <laughs> it since uh the story you were telling before you're definitely feeling fallish i'm feeling fallsy super fallsy <laughs> you just, you just uh, got a the falls fallsy. yeah got it got a case of the falls uh i feel great i'm um great is subjective but i feel okay and look forward to I feel like, seeing how I'm going to feel. Yeah, if we let you yeah. talk enough, you're just going to be like, life sucks. I, I feel terrible. Everything is awful. <laughs> I you always were like, 30 seconds away. <laughs> I always like the descending fall of emotions when you ask someone how they are. And it's like faking it. And then, you know, I'm a little bit more honest. And then by the end of it, it was like, everything is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, we just let you open up just enough for you. Like, thank you for asking. That's what I call achieving <laughs> friendship. Yep, that's it. We're no longer lying uh, to each other. <laughs> yeah, the I, I terror think, of looking inward. Yeah, <laughs> like, there was a, please. Yeah. There was a video that popped up where it was like a girl talking to her therapist and her therapist was like on a scale of one to 10, how anxious are you in this moment? And she goes like, I don't know, like a, like a six or something. And she goes, wow, that's high. I was like, really? I thought that was sort of like mellow. <laughs> and the therapist was like, no, zero is mellow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. and, and that took me even going oh this is this shouldn't be yeah. base this shouldn't be five isn't we're good yeah I, i'm still yeah, processing yeah, that like five is not like default <laughs> when leading. they ask you how you know how much in pain you are it's yeah. always like no one's zero pain no one's zero pain. You're not not ever the neutral face. There's always like, uh, like uh, not good. And yeah. I can see that I this is why I stopped going to therapy because they ask these probing questions yeah. about how you're feeling. <laughs> too much. Too much. That, that's always a weird one to me too. The the heck the pain scale because like yeah i want it to be high enough to do boo <laughs> we're gonna include Stop that on the show notes too your goo scab yeah, <laughs> yeah like i, I want yeah, for my someone, number for someone be... that was like oh i'm feeling i'm feeling okay i'm feeling good you just told us a horrendous story but you, know, you just ate <laughs> it on a curb i did i did eat it on a curb do you want to hear about that because i, I mean we've already really too much already i know too much about me it's enough but my inner feelings are pouring out on you're the the guest that's supposed to be about you oh my god dan didn't tell me that yeah i i just assumed it would end up that way i didn't want to like get your head too inflated before we started Yeah, Dan usually tells me to shush it up. Yeah, I go. Yeah. So Actually, I did that. Different. I talked over Dan for a yeah. Dan, would you mind continuing? Oh, I'm sorry. The, the point I was going to say before I was going to tell Ashley to shut up, even though George interrupted <laughs> me, Ashley, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> the, uh, yep. The, the pain scale thing, because like you want your number to be high enough to justify being at the doctor, but also like not enough that they're like, Something's really wrong with you. Yeah. 
And I feel like six is a good number. Yeah, so like it's that. all arbitrary. Yeah. Like none of that number actually means anything. Did you ever watch that uh, that movie off made it from that book, Fault in Our Stars? No. Mm-mm. Okay, so in that movie, it's about a girl who uh, is uh, in remission for cancer, I believe, but she's still got like her CPAP machine and stuff. It's a <sighs> coming of age tale. Um, and she falls in love with these the, this guy from her like cancer support group that she uh, she falls in love with him. It's it's a beautiful story. It's real sad, but there's a scene where it's like it's a flashback to her in the hospital, and it's uh, this nurse and she's just trying to be like the the spiritual guide nurse, like that trope of like I know you're stronger than this, like you can get through this. You're a fighter, honey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, that it. personality, that like yeah. that fucking person. And there's a scene in it where he's like, "You know how I know you're strong?" She goes, "Why?" She's like, "Cause you said that a ten was a six when you came in here." Like basing it off wow. the pain scale. <laughs> My God. Wow. And I'm like, "Great, I don't need this character." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the scale is fucked because yeah. I just literally had to, and literally is the way to phrase it, jerk off my doctor to get antibiotics. Like I felt like a junkie, like scratching my neck, like, like please, please, please. Like, I'm pretty sure this is infected, like pretty sure. And she's like, we don't, we don't give those out anymore. And I'm like, but, 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 but look, and she like poked around and she's like, all right. All right. You do. You're going to get some antibiotics and you're going to take them for a week. And it's like, cause it's infected. She's like, it's infected. Wow. <laughs> like, you you both left like... a little ashamed of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody was happy. We all cried. Yeah. It's like my mom where she had to like, after she, my mom was in a really gnarly car accident a couple years back and oh. like gnarly enough where the doctor for fine, actually, we're laughing about it. Yeah, we're fine now. We're good. She's. I'm gonna see her tomorrow. My mom's flying up for my uh, uh, engagement her, party. Like, All of her okay. bits and pieces. She's a head in a jar. Uh, we can only salvage now, your yeah. consciousness. Um, but uh, so the doctor was just like, "You're gonna be in a lot of pain for a long time." She's like, "Oh," and I go. Uh, the doctor went. I'm subscribing. I'm prescribing you this uh, medication. I'm subscribing patch. you to Highlights Magazine. <laughs> yes, uh, you're gonna be very bored in bed. Um. But it's uh, it's just, I'm I'm prescribing you these. They're patches. You're gonna put them on anytime it gets too bad. She looked at it. It's fucking fentanyl patches. Wow. Oh, nice. <laughs> What's up? What's your mom's address? You trying to hang out? I don't, I don't know, know anymore. There's I'm been a sure. there's been a whole development. I don't know if we've talked about it on the show. I think it came uh, up a little my, last week about how your mom okay, just yeah. goes everywhere all the time. Yeah. Whenever she wants. My mom sold her house for a ridiculous amount of money because she put it up for a ridiculous amount of money thinking no one would offer it and then someone offered over it so now she's just traveling the country it's the market's wild yeah, pretty pretty wild pretty insane so i would love to give you her address there's probably some in a sock drawer somewhere in storage so if you can get down to some storage unit i'll let you know but uh <laughs> i have no idea where my mother lives anymore so before we spin this wheel i want to i want to jump back to Fault in, Fault in Our Stars or whatever that is. That book is written by a guy named John Green. And there's another author, a different John Green, who comes up when you when you search that book, who wrote a series of books called Teen Boat. The, the tagline for Teen Boat is one of the funniest things I've ever heard. It is <laughs> the angst of being a teen, the thrill of being a boat. <laughs> 
Are you sure it's not the same author? Are you sure? I, please. I have looked this up before. I'm I'm decently <laughs> positive that it is not the same guy. I love Teen Boat. But yeah, it's a full book series. It's called Teen Boat. Is this wow. you plugging the series? I'm a I'm slightly confused. Thank you for our sponsor for this yeah. week. Teen Boat. I've, I've never uh, I've never read it, but if this is what it takes to get me to actually read Teen Boat, I uh, am thrilled that it came up on this show. <laughs> same Z's, Dan. Oh, wait. Okay. Is it the same guy, George? Please tell me you just looked it it's up. A, okay. It's a different man. I am looking it up. But it seems like he... Did he... Because he's also an artist and, like, illustrates. Oh, so he <gasps> might be the illustrator of Teen Boat. Maybe. No, because I think he did both. Because he's like... Like the art seems similar, but it looks very similar to like um, I'm younger than y'all. Uh, but there was a there's a I'm sorry. Yeah, it's I don't know why that under, had to come up. Because did you guys read Captain Underpants yeah, when you were in middle school? Of course I did. Yeah, to that my nieces and nephews. There you go. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I was just kidding. I'm an old There is a cultural divide between me and Dan. I have to check with things. Yeah, I I've read. I'm Dan's youngest friend. Yeah, that's actually probably not true. Sadly. <laughs> is it legal still or what's up um yeah. barely legal barely <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm 28 i don't know i have to ask Casey yes, <laughs> captain underpants written by dav pilkey i i grew up reading dav pilkey because he also wrote a series of books called the dumb bunnies and it's just Fantastic. bunnies that are dumb and do dumb things and i recently got to revisit those with kids i work with and boy are they dumb <laughs> they hold up those dumb bunnies <laughs> Still as dumb as ever. <laughs> Did you ever so read Bunicula? Yeah. That was a popular one Bunny that Dracula? my sister liked yeah, a lot. Of course. Bunny Dracula. Is that what that was? Yeah. Is yeah. that illustrated? I don't think I saw that or read I that. I think it was like, not partly, like it had little vignettes or something, but it was mostly like a chapter Benicula book. Like yeah. yeah. But it was, what was the characters? There were like two other characters oh, and I, there's a scene. I only remember the cover. I remember it's, it looks like the uh, scary, scary stories to tell in the dark style cover, but it's a funny uh -huh. Dracula. Yeah. And there is a scene that my sister read me and I thought it was the funniest thing when I was four years old, where it was whatever the two characters, they're also anthropomorphized animals um mm. are they they like read that in order to kill a vampire you have to drive a stake through its heart so they just go get a stake from the yeah. freezer and put it over the rabbit while it's sleeping and then just jump on top of it and nothing happens Ala amelia bedelia which is one of my favorites from my generation georgia you might not know the dumbest bunny uh, of all amelia bedelia <laughs> the dumbest bunny <laughs> that was the, that's the best i still uh, i still reference amelia bedelia in very clearly to this day yeah, that lady so, was so stupid so dumb <laughs> Girl, you're so stupid <laughs> all right you guys ready to spin uh, this wheel i love yeah. making fun of uh, uh fictional characters as much yeah. as the next guy what a <laughs> moron <laughs> fucking harry potter's a dumbass anyway let's spin this spin wheel, the wheel. <laughs> Ooh, oh. I'm nervous already. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm we are very nervous. I think we are the right three to discuss nervousness. <laughs> I feel like this is also one of those episodes where I can uh take over an episode like I did the last time you let me take over an episode where I invented an emotion. Oh yes. Uh, <laughs> uh the, that was what, like Halloween last year? Yes, that was our, our last Halloween episode. George made up scale we. Yeah, scale. Oh, I'm scared. I'm very scared. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so I would say the next one that we have to do is Noivis. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that Noivis is way different than Anulvis. Like those are two oh, very yeah. different emotions. They are emotions, right. It's a stacked right? emotion. I like when the emotions are kind of like familiar ones. Like they're not super out there when the wheel lands on them. Because then there is a breakdown of like, okay, what kind of nervous are we talking yes. about? So here? actually, are what, we... what does make you feel nervous? You can interpret it however yeah. you want. Floor is yours. Yeah, I'm so glad to have the floor. And in fact, great segue for what makes me know of this. Floors? Floors. At this point, I'd say that almost everything makes me nervous in some respect. Um, I feel like 2021 is the year we're in, the year of our Lord of Stained Glass Jesus. and The year of our new Lord. (laughs) Of our new team close Jesus, but I feel like it's uh, n- so much more ner- normal to be nervous about things now, where I used to pride myself on not being nervous. I'm like, oh, I don't get, I don't get nervous. No, I, I got this. And now I'm turning much older than you, young George, um, in a few weeks here. I would like to formally apologize. Uh, <laughs> I would like for to anyone. formally reject that apology. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it's easy, easier to be nervous almost. It's socially acceptable to be nervous. So I would say that almost everything makes me nervous. Like I've got my little fall that I had didn't think I should be nervous walking out of my home um, a few blocks, but here I am. And, got an oopsie, got an ouchie. So don't take this the wrong way. You're like a grandmother in the shower now, where you're like, this used to be. Stop doing the old shit. <laughs> she doesn't <laughs> like it. I don't like it, but it um, <laughs> makes me nervous um, how you're accurate. I, no, I feel like the, totally the metaphor is, is, is apt, though. We're like, this is a thing I used to do all the time, but now I'm doing it and I feel a little shaky about it. Mm-hmm. I- Absolutely. Things that I I used to be a full on daredevil. I was a monster as a kid, teenager. A monster as most of the time I've known you. (laughs) Most of the time. But think about how reserved I am compared to when I wasn't nervous. Now I know my own mortality, I feel. So this this is a, a strange energy from you because i i and i i mean this very complimentary i i feel like you have always been a nervous person in the time that i've known you but you own it more than anybody i've ever met tell me more please so, Dan, I, guess. I, I've, I've been in the room with you prior to performing a lot and there's a lot of nervous energy but it's always very functional yeah <laughs> Yeah, functional nervousness. Like it, it doesn't say, shut you down in the way that it does a lot of people. No, no, it's like all the coping mechanisms of of just what you have to deal with your in your daily life uh, come into play with the nerves 
you know, pre-performance, of course, but now I've realized that those like adorable little butterflies are everywhere, you know? So I, (laughs) we were, uh, I was just on vacation with my wonderful boyfriend. We were in Colorado and driving on these insane roads that have no guardrails. Oh, Colorado. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. And I was driving because I'm too nervous as a passenger thinking that of course no one else can control a car the way I (laughs) control a car. So I full sweat. I, I sweat so badly that my, my palms were slipping on the steering wheel and I was like my ass. It was the, the most major swamp ass. It was like just all of the nerves that could ever happen. So what makes me nervous? Literally everything. And then my daredevil boyfriend goes up on the highest rock he can to overlook the beautiful, beautiful vistas. <laughs> and I'm like, you're going to fall and we're all going to die. Oh, and then how am I going to tell your parents? And like, so I'd say like nervousness is wrapped up with anxiety. It's wrapped yeah. up. It's everywhere. It's everywhere now where it wasn't. Exactly. It's kind of what uh, we were talking about a little earlier where it's like, when you ask like, Hey, how anxious are you? How nervous are you? And you say like six and you're like, Oh no, that's really high. And you're like, Oh no, I thought that was like, even that's right in the middle of it. Okay. So certain people have different reactions to nervousness, right? Certain things set people off that nervous energy before a show. Now society has that. Like Mm -hmm. it is just a blanket nervousness over everyone. And at that part, I believe that's called trauma. (laughs) (laughs) It's the social performance now. If the societal norm is a six on the nervous scale because of what we have going on, then yeah, trauma. Um, And it seems like do it's it's tough to like fill in the cracks of that level. Like the people that are already inherently nervous, they're not like, leveled out with this blanket of nervousness now they are that on top of that Mm -hmm. uh it's it's got to be tough out there like shared trauma is almost comforting except you're totally right that it is a whole new wave of people that are like now they're nervous and like bitch i've been (laughs) dealing with this for 35 years like come on yeah like like, yeah, we just got to, like, figure the fuck out. And, like, now they're like, but, but, but we can't go outside. I'm like, I never want to go outside. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's bad out there. So, You're just you running know? into people's homes. They're going to be like, come with me if you want to live. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's almost now the nervousness is like, oh, my God, these people aren't going to know how to react to all their stress. Like, how are they going to, are they going to be okay? And then Wait, that, it that just. That is, like, my whole new stress. Because, like. I'm typically very good at handling stress. Like I, I, I'm very good at kind of shifting to a new scenario of like, yeah, that helps. <laughs> mm-hmm. She pointed to her beer for everybody who can't see. Actually, oh, I for forgot. Yeah. Sometimes on uh, when we were on recording days, uh, Casey isn't around, so that's why I have like the room to myself, and I buy oh. myself Taco Bell because I can't uh, uh, cook. Can't help it. Um, <laughs> I can't help it. Uh, but I did drink most of this Baja Blast, and I usually mix it with that weird tequila drink that we bought and we didn't like. But it tastes good with Baja Blast, so I just <laughs> mix like an expensive cocktail can in with Baja Blast and it makes it tolerable. Sorry. That's just, I remind, I'm reminded nervous that. Yeah, I feel for like what's gonna happen later. Yeah, you just you, created a, a later anxiety moment. <laughs> 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 but but yeah, so like there's 
like the, the element now of like people being new to it and or being new to like acknowledging it and expressing it that they don't really know how to handle it or what to do that makes me very nervous because mm-hmm. like normally also- normally i'm used to people being able to lie about it and being comfortable lying about it and i guess it's better that they're not but now that everybody is just out and about with their emotions it's like oh shit now i have to be present and then like focused yeah. on what you're feeling also because you're telling me the truth and not lying i can't just like write it off because you're not lying to me i heard a theory recently um that i think kind of ties into that uh have you guys heard of like the lead theory about older generations like you, know, like you guys Zeppelin older, or... uh, that's where my head like went lead. that's where my head went yeah. No, yeah. no lead like the thing that we used to put in everything um uh, and the oh, reason the paint supply <laughs> yeah. the paint supply <laughs> um and just like making things out of lead and like making toys out of lead and paint out of lead um there's this theory that we've that scientists have studied that like long exposures to lead leads to uh uh like anxiety anxiousness and, and not not nervousness but like um uh anger like it, it kind of limits your empathy um because you're just growing more and more so, intense by it so you're saying that the lack of lead in our paint makes us all more feeling and caring people i'm saying that the people that were exposed to so much lead are now all in congress and they're the reason <laughs> ah, nice. why they are like no we don't care about other people this is bullshit like no i don't need to wear a mask all those people for the most part uh grew up in houses or in poor areas that still used lead um and it has fucked with their how they are work essentially um and now that they are agitated and nervous and too obnoxious to say like, I'm nervous about this. Can we talk about this for a minute? That is where that like trauma response comes in. We're now that we have to worry about them mm-hmm. because not only are they already unhinged and we just never realized it yet, but now they're set off because there's salt like lighting a fire under their ass. That's so interesting. And I really would like to read into that because yeah. I think that articulates my, my inner like, but they're like stupid and crazy yeah. and they don't know what to do. And like, it's- the theory is that it is lead. Uh, it's because huh. everything was made out of lead. And it's also a reason why um, a lot of people attribute the lead theory to why there were so many um, pencils uh, recorded so many pencils, <laughs> uh, so many recorded serial killers in like the seventies and eighties up until the nineties is because that's when it was at its height of stuff. The like pencils were the later. sharpest. Yeah. They were the so sharpest in the seventies. Exactly. Take notes and stab someone. That, that part um, is ringing a bell to me now. Maybe I have heard yeah. this before. This, the serial killer the part theory. of like the lead exposure that, that actually sounds yeah. familiar. The reason now. why like the seventies and eighties were like this golden era if you will, good old days. serial killers. I will. Um, <laughs> is because, and then when you find more and more serial killers in poorer areas, it's because they're living in poorer conditions growing up that don't necessarily have the means to replace all their paint mm. that is lead-based paint on the wall. Oh my God, or I've like seen their house the wire. Yeah, it's yeah. probably like the same thing. Mm-hmm. Baltimore but is actually full of killers because of lead. Because of lead. <laughs> But truly makes a lot of sense, and it is a very, very interesting thing to to look at because that's that explains in a nice way 
it almost i will say though it almost gives these fuckers a pass for yeah, being right. pieces of shit it's like mm-hmm. oh it's my like my upbringing like i yeah. ate the paint chips <laughs> i'm racist like, because of paint <laughs> yeah yeah so so i like the theory and i like grouping them together mm-hmm. is that wrong i don't know like hurting them <laughs> no let's put them all in one place so <laughs> we can handle them. Them. Them all them together place. and then push them off a cliff yeah, put, yeah, put them all in one place like i do want to know where they are Oh my god! Uh, someone posted a picture because the uh, at the time of this recording, uh, if you're listening back to old episodes, the government is sort of, kind of, almost going to get shut down. We're not sure which way it's going to swing, but we're getting pretty close to just shutting it down because we're not going to have money to pay anybody. <laughs> just call it quits. Um, just call it quits. And then, so- <laughs> and then someone just posted the picture of the Capitol with a spirit Halloween sign on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like that. That was a really good picture. I just saw that I thought was photoshopped that is not photoshopped is a the Barneys in New York is a spirit Halloween store. Seriously? Wow. Is a place that I when I lived in New York it was like I'm gonna go to Barneys and treat myself. I'm a fancy lady that I shouldn't even walk in the store and like just picturing like think of the staff now at Barneys thinking of all of it it's so beautiful and that that's the opposite of makes me nervous that makes me just this joyful uh, i might have to pop in you know i'm gonna pop in and see how everyone's doing (laughs) i I hope it's the exact same staff where they're they're still as like upscale and like hoity-toity and like really really shunning people who don't look like they belong there but also it's a halloween star yeah. And it would be the same at the Capitol. Think about it. Yeah, it like absolutely. they basically are spirit Halloween staff <laughs> right now, the way it's going. So I think that's beautiful. I would love to see that. Are you posting that on the gram, George? I know that's what your generation likes to say. <laughs> I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> uh, no, my, my see, I'm a I'm a person where it's like if someone already posted it, we have enough mutual friends. I ain't gonna repost that. Why would I do that? Everyone's already seeing it. Like I don't the think algorithm. they made it either. I think it's just, it wasn't an original thing. He just posted a meme. I'm not going to repost that meme for the same hundred or so people that may or may not see it. I don't know. Like one of the clout. I like to be one yeah. of the thousand. <laughs> what, what Is did that I your threshold, today? Dan? Yeah. If I'm, if I'm like one of 10, that's too much pressure. But like one of a thousand, I'm like, all right, this what is the perfect pool for me to swim in. I did not. Uh, well, you know what I did post? I posted... Um, uh philadelphia former philadelphia comedian lyle drescher on his gecko show uh with, Lil with yachty? the rapper with the rapper little yachty because i guess he is a guest on his gecko show yeah, that's pretty sick the gecko this show has gotten me a lot real. of cred with my younger cousins uh because i was like yeah my friend lyle he dresses up like a gecko and he like i used to run shows i used to run shows out of his basement and temple and now he pretends to be a gecko and gives people advice he was like you know therapy gecko <laughs> Um, yes. Sorry, question for for you. What what is this? <laughs> so what there is, is this? a there is a kid named Lyle. Um, we, we should I should probably reach out to him and see if he wants to be on the show, just so you can explain this better than what I can just see. Uh, can you get him in here now? Because I've got a lot of questions. <laughs> Hi, Lyle. Um, he uh, when he left Temple because he was running shows out of his basement at, at Temple. It's called Cave. It's one of the best shows and places to go see comedy in Philly for a while. I love that place to death. Um, he wound up, I think, getting a job at Adult Swim 
and then he left town and then all of a sudden he started popping up on everyone's feed as dressed up in a gecko costume with his face painted green um and people would call in and he would give them advice on certain subjects uh and it became a whole thing this dog is freaking out your dog looks so much like my dog i'm also gonna lose it i can't handle it i was just about to see if my dog was still is your dog because... from the trash as my dog yes is. yes she's yes. a garbage person like we all are but hell yeah sorry please tell me more about gecko so it, and I, it's the cave it's, it's, it's i like it page called therapy gecko he just has people call in with their problems there's been a couple really funny ones where like like people call in and say that they're great conversationalists, but they feel like it's a drag on a party if they just keep talking all the time and he doesn't say shit and then <laughs> hangs up on them. Uh, check out Lyle. Seriously, I love that kid yeah, a lot. And yeah. I think it's awesome that that's what he's doing with his life now. Yeah, that like, he's just like, bye Philly, gotta go do stuff. Um, but I will say another thing that I did post on the internet. It, didn't, it got me nervous because I, I didn't realize I was having an argument with a friend and I, for a second, I thought I was wrong. And I was really nervous about being <gasps> wrong. Um, we Imagine. were discussing, he is a gay man and I am a straight man. Uh, and we were deciding- This which... is all news to me, by the yes. way. So keep going. Uh, huge news, huge news. Okay. We were discussing who is the hotter Power Ranger, the Red Ranger or the Green Ranger? I, I saw that post and my reaction was like, this feels racist. No, it's not racist. I know it's not, but the fact because that like everybody else is excluded and they're all like basically colored by the race that they are, it felt racist. Oh, that was the I'm original sorry, series. What yeah. race is pink to you, Dan? Woman, white, <laughs> white woman. Friggin' pinks walking all over the place, thinking they own the place. Uh, yeah, it was. That was one of those like uncomfortable things in my youth of everybody being like, "Well, the yellow yeah. one is Asian," and like. Does it have to be? They changed that. <laughs> they did change that for the movie. The things switched around where like for a second, the black ranger was a Hispanic guy <laughs> and the <exactly>. yellow ranger. <laughs> and the, the yellow ranger was a black woman. Uh, so they were like, no, no, we we made it better. And it's like, no, we, we see what you did. Yeah. We want you to apologize for the mistake. Um, but so we were discussing this because Damon said he's like, sexual awakening was the red ranger uh and i and i growing up watching it my sister would come and be like that green one's hot because he's got long hair but what about and the like, white that ranger was, they're the same what? ranger what yes green and white so you get two rangers for the price of one it's a big thing what? overwhelmingly the green ranger won right uh so i was like okay i'm not wrong but for a while like three people in a row were like red ranger absolutely wait wasn't absolutely the white ranger, ranger the blue ranger <sighs> no the red the white ranger was the red ranger. what was the the blue ranger had like a twist character where they were like it can't be the nerd he's the nerd but then he was like the cool one that everybody was like what a mysterious character here's, here's something that i think is very no anyway funny, let's take a break but... and we'll come back and talk more power Rangers. <laughs> okay oh and God. no one can hear I... my hot take about the power rangers Hey, this is Dave from The Rank Bank. And this is Dan from The Rank Bank. Be sure to check out our show. What's it called again? The Rank Bank? The ra oh, yeah. Hey, I just said that. <laughs> we originally started this when uh, the sports world got two new team names, and we said, hey, 
let's make a four-part series where we rank sports team names for all four sports. Yeah, we then went on to rank 15 new things, and now we're on to season two. <laughs> I mean, we just love ranking stuff. I, so, I really do. I, I, I research heavily into every single one of our topics. I know. So you could hit us up on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. Both of those are the underscore rank underscore bank. Give us some suggestions. Maybe we'll rank them for you unless they're stupid. Yeah. And then we'll rank them for you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so check out the rank bank wasted robot network every Monday. Hey everybody, Danny here with Plugs. You can find Ashley on Instagram at Ashorama. It's in the show notes if you just want to click through and find it that way. You can find George and I at Feel Feelings Pod on all the social media places. You can also check out Wasted Robot at Wasted Robot. You can find tickets to the Meg Gets album recording and it's nearly sold out so get those tickets as soon as you can because we cannot guarantee walk-up crowd that day so please buy those tickets in advance if you're planning on going. That show is the 16th of October and I think that's it for the week. Back to the show. The ranger thing is just like, it's like triggering to me because my father is like very not special in the way we're talking about the blue ranger, but he is All right, we're like back because I want this old. to be on the show. So, <laughs> are we calling people with special needs blue rangers now? Yes. <laughs> yes. So that friggin' blue over there. No, so my dad... <laughs> my dad is something else real character not sure where i get it from but he has um really the most inappropriate ways of referring to classes of people in general right so in his mind it none of it is wrong none of it yeah like he said many things that i refute i will not say on such a podcast we're respectful here really yeah. respectful so very fun thing my my cousin uh, my cousin is gay and got married and we went to the wedding and he my father he my father um was just like in awe of the whole thing it, they got married at, at this gay resort kind of in the Poconos actually Dan slash Meg Getz's um so kind of in the Poconos is gay resort like nudist resort and my father refers to homosexual men as rump rangers Jesus and, Christ. <laughs> and and he always will and he will not stop no matter what I do I say you know whatever so now it's turned into the rangers so i'll be like hey like have you talked to sean he goes i don't really talk to the rangers anymore like i don't <laughs> it's it's weird that it's become sort of playful sounding yeah it's it was never malicious yeah. i will tell you that none of his shit is like oh fuck this giant class of human that's uh, <laughs> making up it's just like it's dad like, yeah, prejudice this is, it's yeah. dad prejudice, which which is something that is, I think, a whole other thing to that makes me nervous, by the way, mm-hmm. because I wait until like we go out in Philly, right? And he'll we'll go to the neighborhood, of course, and he says all sorts of whatever just 
and dad filter doesn't exist right so it's like oh is that guy a ranger and so maybe nobody picks up on it but i absolutely know what he means and what he's talking about so um anyway a lot of nerves surrounding i think being in public with parents or parental figures in general right so like Mm -hmm. you just never know especially these days you can't just everyone is so friggin sensitive but like especially the rump rangers jesus can you even imagine i I don't even know what the conversation would be if if he was within earshot of like one of my friends that knew what he was talking about but oh my god what what do you think i mean i don't even and like you say hey this is like totally inappropriate yeah stop and he's like well they are right like they are that like, yeah but you could just approach like, them so, as like or, not a different not. group so yeah. if, if you know like if gay people are rump rangers what don't say it don't make it catch on i don't want to make rump rangers merch hashtag rump range hashtag <laughs> like subscribe so does that make no. never mind i don't want to do the straight equivalent yeah, no, does it make do the straight i don't want to do the straight equivalent it feels no, you're always the straight equivalent of whatever the fuck anyone's talking it feels, about it feels worse <laughs> it feels predatory feel like, to, like the other one yeah. is insensitive but to yeah. flip it feels predatory <laughs> so now what's fun is we were just talking about the blue rangers representing a class of people or just a, a different sect of folks and so now blue ranger is fine but rump mm-hmm. ranger you guys are anti-rump i don't mind the abbreviation for it uh, for rangers, rangers not not as like an actual term to use for anyone <laughs> i just think that like if you just came through like somewhere along the way that that became a nickname that's a that's great i think that's got like a nice hearty title to it of just like yes these men are rangers <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing uh, like right? the texas rangers out there just like trolling for oh, texas I'm picturing, <laughs> I'm picturing the new york rangers and just getting my, father, my future yeah. father-in-law who's yeah. so there's mad, a cape uh, right Oh, it's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. Sequence. All right, good. So we've got superheroes, is what we're talking about. I don't know. Like the Power Rangers, were they superheroes or are they just heroes? I have no real idea. They they were more like alien heroes because they came from space, sort of. Their powers came from space, right? The powers came from space. They're just teenagers with attitude. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's what they asked for. If they were green, they'd be Ninja Turtles. In the in the first episode of the Power Rangers, Zordon, who is a glowing gray-faced blob that they talk to in the in the first series, uh, like they go, "We need to protect Earth. I need this robot named Alpha to find me six teenagers with attitude." <laughs> and wow. they go, "Give them morphers, and they become these colors that are very uh, racially driven." Um, I feel like Power Rangers are responsible for all the straight out of Compton knockoff logos that came out. Mm-hmm. For teenagers yeah. with attitude. Yeah. I feel like they're responsible for appropriating like any sort of Asian culture. Like I feel I like mean, with Power Rangers, there was always literally like, what they did. These, yeah. Like weird calligraphy logoed things, and people were doing shitty karate, if you will. And yes. Like, just, man, I, it made me resent the Power Rangers because, like, 
I'm like, cool. But everybody that liked it, I think that's, this is still a theme in my life. Like I hated, hated everyone that liked Power Rangers. Okay. With Power Rangers thought it was kind of fun, but like this group, this grouping, fuck you. And I feel that way ranger wise in general i think that's my generalized <laughs> ranger disorder I, uh, I don't know if this helps or hurts but while we were on break i was looking up the blue ranger to see if i could find what that like twist that i was trying to remember was and yeah. i didn't find the answer to that but i did find that at one point he was revealed to be afraid of fish so i don't know if that helps or hurts our perception of the blue ranger all right. It's, so I, a lot of the weird plot points, I don't know why I know so much about Power Rangers, but a lot of the either. the weird, he, the Red Ranger did come to my birthday party when I was six. Okay. It's all I'm saying. Is, is that why you think he's hotter? Origin story. No, I think oh, you're green pro green. green. That's right. You're pro, I'm pro green. green Ranger. Although doing the math on it, and this was like a weird, I just went into like statistics mode yesterday. Wait, was your friend when I was at doing that this? birthday party? No, he was not. We didn't know each other then. Oh, that would no have been wild. Like you gave, no rangers allowed. You gave that to him. But the majority of people that liked the Red Ranger identify as part of the LGBTQ family. And those that uh, liked the Green Ranger, overwhelmingly straight. Like flutes. Hmm. <laughs> like flutes. They into flutes. Uh, sword flutes. Yeah. That's part of it. Um, that uh, dude's mouth say? is covered. How does he blow into a wind <laughs> instrument? I just like how every time they move, it makes face. the noise. Yeah. Look, <laughs> over there. And no matter where they hit, arm, leg, face, sparks out of the chest. Anyway, out of the chest. George, what makes you feel nervous? This is enough Power Rangers talk because I've, I've run out of things. flying out of my chest. <laughs> uh, so what makes me nervous I mean, there's a lot of things that make me nervous. I I, uh, I don't like being wrong. Um, so, I had something come up. How, how does that affect your approach to anything? So much. Uh, I, I feel like I deflect a lot. And then I feel like if I talk in a uh, lower toned voice and like a more calm voice, I can be right because I'm the level headed one. But mm. it could be just like a level of opinion. You know what I mean? Oh, so like you're, if you're, you're saying really like it's DMM. a definite fact with the, the tone, yeah. like a fact tone of voice, but it's not a fact per se. In an argument, I can like take a moment, breathe, and then go this, this, this. Oh, I actually and don't breathe in arguments at all. No, I, lo really? I lose a lot of them. I just That's pass when your out. gills come out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, just dance still mean, resorting to like toddler level stuff. We're just like, oh, we're fighting now. <laughs> That's George holding his breath, by the way. I, I was just going to hold that. medium. Uh. <laughs> I'm so sorry to... Spoiler alert. Yeah. So that no, makes sense, though. I mean, I get I get that. Yeah. I don't Why? know, though, if that's, like, what makes me, like, if that defines my nervousness. Uh, I've always... I feel like it's always safe to get, like, a little nervous energy before going out on stage or doing any sort of something as a performance. Um, but that sort of died down after a while. Um, I'm nervous when other people drive. That's like a big thing for me. Can't if I'm, yeah. and, but I think that's that's more like a control thing, mm -hmm. you know, uh, where it's, it's See, like, I don't, I'm not the best driver in the world. I'm not going to go out here and say that. Oh, I am. You are? Good for you. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. I mean, it has to be somebody. <laughs> uh, but 
if someone is driving and I'm in the passenger seat, I feel so helpless and it's so nerve wracking. And I wind up kind of snapping at that point where like, can you just slow down, please? Uh, and it's not fair to other people because they're doing their best. Yeah. They're doing what they need to do, you know? Yeah, I would rather drive for 24 hours straight than uh, like yeah. relinquish any sort of control. Yeah. It is yeah. not good for anybody. No one's happy. Everyone leaves upset. It's now, like, do you do you drive and control the radio as well, or do you relinquish that control? I do relinquish that control, but it cannot get too loud. It cannot okay. be too loud because then I can't hear all of the crazy thoughts going through my head about the scenarios that are going to be very final destination. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, well, this motherfucker is cutting me off. I guess I'm going to die today anyway. You know, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> might as well have let you drive. I, uh... We we try to do that when we're driving in the car, me and my fiance. Uh, um, and uh, I've realized now that we can't have that. Whoever is driving has to re- control the radio because uh, Casey and my entertainment choices are very different where I don't mind her music at all. I like her music a lot. What is it? A lot of sad girl music, a lot mm-hmm. of... Uh, Taylor Swift, a lot of Phoebe Bridgers, a lot of Lucy Dacus, a lot of um, any sort of combination of those super groups put together. Maggie Rogers, uh, a lot of these like sad girl fall vibes music. Um, and then I'll be like, I've called, I've called it just vibes. It just sounds like a vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've had to get in the car and be like, hey, look at that vibe. <laughs> Uh, I'd be like, Hey, no vibes. We can't, I just need to listen to something else except for vibes. Uh, and then she'll put on for a while. She would just put on this record by a band called the Menzingers. who's from Philly that we both like. And, uh, and I was, just, it got to a point where I was like, I can't do vibes and I can't listen to the Menzingers because it's your go-to like way to appease us. I, like, I feel like media. I very frequently play stuff that Meg just doesn't want to hear, mm-hmm. but what does Meg want to hear, Dan? Meg, Meg well, wants like things to get, get hyped real fast and as right. long as possible. And... Do you know that the most mad Meg has ever been at me was when I called her a bro? And it is like, and I think about it often, and that's something I'm nervous about to be perfectly honest, but I picture Meg wanting to like play a song that exactly like you're saying gets everyone hype and we're fucking doing shots and we're playing flip cup and we're playing beer pong and you're a pussy <laughs> like i just don't know what it is <laughs> like i'm not sure what it is but i can picture it and like maybe justin timberlake's involved but like in the background you know like mm-hmm. and then it's like the remix is that correct even, even justin timberlake's in the background like this is a lot <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a lot of I, i'd probably place it as like 2004 to 2007 pop music mm-hmm. where it all kind of has that like repetitive snare bass and weird kind of hip-hop voice like nobody sounds normal in any of the songs it's oh everybody has like a weird sound a lot of vocal everyone's effect. putting their hands up right yep. like you gotta put your hands up that's honestly that is a bit of like chicken soup for my soul music too for some reason i can drown that out from years of working in bars and it is very much like oh okay we can do this so i see that see, then- I, don't, I don't mind it it's just not what i like to drive to i got if i'm in a place and that's on i'm totally okay but when i'm driving i i need it to be more 
steady, I think. What's your drive vibe, Dan? Yeah. I mean, usually well, if I'm right, if I'm driving by myself in the daytime, I'll put on like late get up kids where it's kind of still a little punky, but folked out a little bit. And if mm-hmm. I'm driving by myself at night, it's just like all red eyes and postal service. <laughs> like that's it. So you have depression. Yeah. yeah. Would you like to talk? Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> no. We are. Too. No. My mom, right next to her fentanyl p- patches, has a lot of Lexapro. If you want some Lexapro, <laughs> yeah. can you OD on that? Snort it. Let's find Just out. Kidding. Dan, take. This. I was prescribed Lex- uh, Lexapro as a kid, and it didn't take very well. And then I went back to that doctor, and he prescribed me more Lexapro. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I'm going <laughs> to do this. <laughs> I uh, I think they put me on Lexapro too, and it made me very foggy. Uh, like just like kind of just existing through life, kind of on autopilot. Yeah, that's the it. same effect it had for me. Um, what was I gonna say? But yeah, like you, I can definitely see the difference of like, you know, mid two thousands get up kids versus mid two thousands party rocking. Uh, that's a tough drive. Yeah, for those two kinds. It, of people. it does make for a great mix. If we are kind of building a playlist together as we go, it makes for a very great mix because it keeps you focus because it's not staying in one lane too long mm, so and neither are you yeah, am i right i am yeah. i am um, driving head on into traffic <laughs> yeah shapes years off of your lives basically <laughs> like revisiting yeah, your but years. why do i want more years <laughs> okay, you're very right i have no idea nobody should want that um but I, as again it's just like casey like her music tastes very streamlined she's got variety to it but you know she's she's got like two or three fleetwood mac tattoos uh it's like this two or the, three two or three i think she's working on it the changes on any given day <laughs> yeah she takes well Why she's got a removable visible when the light yeah. shines through. she's got like a she's, she's got no she's got like a loose leaf pouch on her skin that she can slide different images in and then save, take them out <laughs> got it. okay uh, but then so for the, for the listener music. <laughs> if it feels like I'm incongruously laughing, it's because Ashley just keeps showing us her gross elbow. I, yeah, I know I've done it gross. a handful of times and haven't explained why. We have not addressed it. Yeah. All, all the I'm laughs you've heard sorry. me do. I really hope a lot that, of people tuned out because it's like, oh, they're doing inside jokes. I can't understand what they're saying. And they've just oh, left it's and now we're missing. Oh, it's everywhere. I, I'm amazed it's that it's not like covering everything I'm seeing right now. And we're not in the same room. I'm getting an antibiotic. I, I feel like it's spreading uh, to me and we're very far apart. <laughs> And Cellulitis. Then, uh, <laughs> and then it makes me nervous. Uh, and then we'll switch to like my music, where I swear to God, only because I'm trying to work on a ska cover of it, I listened to Dragula by Rob Zombie like seven times on the way home from work. I'm sorry, I'm not sure how that goes. Would you mind? Uh, it's a lot of low grumbles, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, like how, like what? Like, like did you want me to do like a quick Rob yeah, Zombie yeah, impression? Sure, Just like, like a quick. Like, this is yeah. my impression of Robert uh b zombie um uh it's uh, <laughs> pretty accurate pretty good pretty accurate it's pretty good yeah That's he makes gorgeous. he's making the new monsters movie I mean, he says words when he sings but other than that you pretty much nailed it barely yeah i heard a lot of words come yeah. out of george there there's said, a <laughs> yeah you're welcome <laughs> that was exactly what i said Mm-hmm. I like that Thanks you so couldn't much. even finish your impression of his impression. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
too much. It's uh, too Dan, good. What makes, what makes you nervous? Calm. Calm. Just, <laughs> just. Can we? I last night it was cold enough where we could leave the windows open and like get under covers and not have like sixteen fans blowing on us because we don't have central air in our house. And I went around and turned off all the fans. And when I turned off the last one, which is like a box fan on three, just turned it off and like could hear outside and it was just so calm that i took a breath and like went it's over <laughs> i don't <laughs> it was so nice and then casey went downstairs and immediately turned them all back on and i went no yeah no we could just leave the window open now <laughs> yeah i i don't do well in calm scenarios because really if i'm if i'm in the middle of something high high tension high nervousness whatever i i know what i'm doing I, I know how to handle those situations. It's basically my whole day job. I, I've been doing it for a decade now. I'm so like attuned to myself and how I respond in those situations. But then when there's nothing, I'm like, how is there nothing? There's mm-hmm. so often something, how is there nothing? And that makes me nervous yeah. because- And then you worry, why? Yeah. Why is yeah. there nothing? Something's ha- Something has to be happening. Yeah, there can't be Because something's nothing. always happening. Yeah, like, where is it? What am I missing? It just like, creates that vacuum. That like, mm-hmm. and like once, once things like really start kicking in again, it's like so hard to handle after like an actual like extended period of calm because sure like it just rushes back in so much harder than if you're just in it all the time so that's why i'm busy all the time (laughs) so is that yeah because do you guys before you go to bed do you feel like you go to bed right away or do you sort of like stay up i once i go to bed i i'm asleep pretty quickly interesting but i wait a very long time to go to bed because you're doing things right yeah, I mean, lately it's been a lot of watching like movies. Mentally, right? Yeah, and like like a lot. You're like mentally doing things, yeah. or you're worrying about what you're not doing. Yeah, and like because there's another theory that, oh, that yeah. people talk I love about theories. where it's let's get science in theories here. Theories are great. Good theory. I mean, gravity is a theory. Uh, <laughs> not yet proven. <laughs> not yet, no one's proven it. Uh, look at that. See, <laughs> I'm not explaining it anymore. <laughs> it's gooby. If I'm laughing, uh, Ashley's showing her gross elbow. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not any of the jokes we've told on this yeah. show. It, no. it is. It is just elbow. Wait, are you telling jokes? No, no. These are all facts. All uh, so this theory fact. Theories. This is a theory fact. Um, your brain tries to rationalize if you've like worked all day. Um, it tries to rationalize it like this is your free time. And oh, when sure. your free yeah. time finally rolls around, you're in bed. So it's like, no, you're not spending your free time how you should. You're not enjoying yourself. Go on your phone. Look, look, look at your phone. You like looking at your phone or like watch some TV. Go read a book. Oh, my God. You know what you should do? You should do that project that you've been putting off forever. You should call your friends. You should absolutely call your friends because if you call your friends and they know that you're good and they're good and this way you're sharing that thing. And, oh, you didn't work on that cartoon at all this week. You got to work on that cartoon. Oh, you're right. And- I'll be back. Yeah, see, and yeah. then you don't go to sleep until 3 a.m. because you haven't had your come down because you have to continue to work come in down. order to fill <laughs> the uh, I used to have a joke about that. Now that I'm around, yeah, it was, it was, it was like couple. George's whole set was come based. It, it was, was come based. It was come based comedy. Yeah. Uh, but no, it was like uh, someone saying like something, something's fucked up and how ridiculous that must look. And they would try to like hump upward. Uh, is a bad early joke. 
Um, At least but, you know. What was it saying? Yeah, I know. I knew exactly what I was doing, and it was not <laughs> to, good comedy. To that theory, though, I, I don't have that problem as much now, but I definitely used to. I, I think I've gotten better at managing, like, it's nighttime, just chill out. Like, it, you don't yeah. you don't have to be busy working all the time, whatever. But, Dan, let's chill out for you, because here we are. Working. I mean, working. In a way, Portrait. right? This is your other, other, this other, your, other job. He's that? like, I'm just chilling, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna edit this. Just gonna chill while I'm editing this, and yeah. I'm just gonna, you know what? Uh. <laughs> but see, that that is the the thing of it, because like I think I just overload, because like part of the the process of the editing is like clearing out a lot of the empty space and background noise and stuff like that. So like while I'm doing that, I'll be watching a movie, and Jesus Christ. <laughs> So like I, I this is one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, I just overload <laughs> everything. So like when it's done, my my brain is just like you've already done too much. Mm-hmm. So you're even your brain's like shut it down, boys. What you're doing is working until you're exhausted. That's not yeah. enjoying your free time. You're just going until it, your body can't. Because I don't really get paid for it. It is my free time and it's what I do for fun. <laughs> Isn't that funny how you're, but I do feel that too, Dan, where you almost, your brain allows you to rationalize that too. It's like, no, this is like my craft. This is my art. This is fun. This, this feeds me in a way that's mm-hmm. like not a paycheck and like, damn, the man saved the empire. And like, I, <laughs> like, I feel that often too. And I try to do the same thing like just like i'm gonna shut down i'm like actually read it uh probably missed like a bunch of news yeah. today while yeah. i was working and then like my thumb is sore like i think i have carpal tunnel my poor boyfriend is like just gotta put it down I'm like but this is my time yeah, to this catch is up how, yeah yeah and i need to do this until 3 a.m so i feel yeah. like i've done it but then i'm gonna wake up at six and feel awful be sad and cranky I, yeah. yeah i do think and it always sounds cheesy to say it, but like, I, I've basically filled my life with things I enjoy. So like, I, I gotta go. Yeah. I to go. Yeah. <laughs> I, too much. I, I like doing this. I like doing the other shows I work on. I like editing. I, I get very calm in those like working meticulous kind of tasks. So like that, that works very well for me to kind of keep me focused and centered and whatever. And then doing stuff like producing Meg's album, which we're recording on October 16th and everybody should get tickets now. And you should go do that. You should go do that now. It will sell out very go soon. Go do that now. And oh, yeah, we yeah, cannot yeah. guarantee walk-up <laughs> crowds. So yeah, buy those tickets for that show. But like, these are things that I really enjoy doing. So they are, they do make me very busy, but I, I don't resent it in any way. You will. Uh, <laughs> Just give me two more podcasts and I'll hate every yep. single one of them. Yep. How I'll many, what's our, what's our body count now? Our potty count. Potty oh my count. God. That's, a, I just, that's a different was thing. That cool? <laughs> was that cool? Tell me I'm cool. I need You're yelling great, people Ashley. to tell me I'm cool, George. Enjoy your Baja blast and sharding later. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I will. But, but truly, Dan, how many podcasts, and this is not to be a dick, and always it sounds it, like it is I'm impossible being a dick, but like to I'm ask curious. about podcasts and not sound like you're condescending. I know. But I know. knowing that, I, everybody that I mentioned this to was like, ah. I was like, no, I'm like doing a, like a podcast later. And they're like, okay. Like, <laughs> 
Like, okay. Yeah. But truly, how many? What's our potty count? This is the <laughs> only one I do every week. This is the, the only one that happens on a regular basis. And then I have one that runs for like two months at a time. And then I edit Meg's, which runs for like three months on and then a couple months off. And then I edit another one called Peaks that is an eight-week show. So like it's, you know, it's a varying number right now. I think it's three active ones, but like six total, I think. That's too phase many. in, phase out. You've yeah. got your mistresses. Well, it's just, on the it's side. just like yeah. you're, you're like, it's like you're filling in your breaks with more podcasts. And then when those podcasts go on breaks, you go back to your old podcast. Yeah. Like, like you were on the, we, we have one now, a friend of mine who I met in quarantine which is still amazing to me that oh, i was able to make a friend and also start a show with a guy who was a stranger both, like both are weird to me yeah yeah, yeah it's very making weird. making friends as an adult is very strange and then I've, I've met this person in person one time he like he lives in chicago like it's wild that i was able to like make a new friend given all those parameters but like that show is like fully a labor of love because it is just spending a lot of time researching music, and I love doing that. It gives me like mm. an actual reason to do it. Do you remember earlier in the show when we did the scale of like one to ten, anxiety? Where mm. are you on the autism spectrum? You know, <laughs> like Blue Ranger, full yeah, Blue, Blue Ranger, full Blue Ranger, or <laughs> We're working in the field. I feel like Blue Ranger is probably like a six, and I'm probably somewhere <laughs> around the Blue Ranger. Not afraid of fish. Though. I, I don't have a fish fear. Okay, okay, good. Range, you have a boat fear. I do have a boat fear. <gasps> That's Blue Ranger. All the time, afraid of boats. <laughs> You're full Blue Ranger. <laughs> I, you know, I'm okay with all of this. I, I do need to research more Blue about Ranger. <laughs> the Blue Ranger to see if I really want to get behind this, but I'm totally cool with being the Blue Ranger. Blue Ranger's cool, man. I got uh, on that in that Power Rangers poll, I got a lot of people saying that like uh, Blue Ranger was actually the hottest. They just tried to nerd him up with glasses and doesn't give the credit that he's doing. Yeah. Where's the poll results? Am I missing this? Am I not included? It was on my personal Instagram. So. Uh, I hate Sorry. being left out of stuff it's, so much. It's fine, actually. <laughs> I didn't know the results either. I just know that the poll happened, and then I ignored it. <laughs> you Jesus love polls, Christ. Dan. I do. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> y'all ready to see what the internet said? Yeah, what the internet say? The first one we got, which I, I think we've hit on a number of times in a number of different ways already, is life. life. Yeah, <laughs> life makes me nervous. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. We also have bad Very genetics, true. which I think is an unfortunate one for a lot of people. Can I ask, Dan, before you finish, did you populate these? Like, did the general population say like yeah bad genetics obviously that's what makes me nervous or these are people voting on things you put up it is people it's an open-ended question and they can respond however they want and you put bad genetics as one of the options <laughs> this is just no. where i wanted to get i just wanted yeah. to get. my genetics okay. are great I, I come from a very sure. not nervous family which is why i think i function so well in those scenarios where wow, other people that's great don't i guess Sorry for derailing. No, you're fine. I'm making some stew. This segment is fully derailed already. Last week we I had somebody 
cleaning their kitchen and fixing their sink while we're recording. So go ahead. Eat, that eat was a stew. lot of fun. Eat your stew. I'm it's not going to, I'm not going to lie. God, your stew looks delicious. It's going to be so good. I know it's just been like stewing here this whole time. Oh, wow. Stew, stew. Double stewsies. Let's say any conversation where I have to show any vulnerability or weakness. Mm. Okay. I, I, all right. <laughs> don't know what that's They're like. That's the whole I don't, premise I, I, of our Is show. the person that asked that or answered that question a comedian? Yes. Wow. That is shocking. Wow. Yes. Do you know, while you're doing this, actually, that just sparked my brain to do what brains do is what I've realized has made me nervous over the past year plus, two years maybe, is in work meetings, I get the same feeling that I used to get going on stage like the full <laughs> like the like if i have to speak up or if i have a question like all right like you can do it like you can do this you can do this and you know i get the butterflies in the stomach and i get the full like i get full nerves before having to unmute and speak even though i'm probably the only one in my company that's ever done any public speaking in any <laughs> respect right and you should so, just like, open I, with your credits oh <laughs> yeah. I, I can't so that's the thing it's like they already think i'm a, a joke right so it's like no i can't can't do that and what are my credits i don't know um, <laughs> she is nervous <laughs> but it is I, I, interesting i forgot to mention the nervous thing because we bring that up and it's it, it's very pointed to me and it's probably the thing that i'm most scared and nervous of i can't talk on telephones at all that's i think that's also a generational thing too i have been i've been trying to call my grandpa to check up on him for a while and every time i go and i have like a stare at my phone with his information on it all i have to do is hit the button and then pick up the phone and i can't i get overwhelmed with nervousness Mm -hmm. is he awful no he's fine he's a great man it's just the phone. Yeah, hmm. it's it's calling him on a phone, talking to someone over a phone where I can't make eye contact with them. That was going to be my I question. Do you think it's the the lack of ability to like read Absolutely. the social cues of it? I can't read the social cues, and therefore hmm. I get very uncomfortable. And I'm like, oh, I'm I'm deal I'm like dealing this with my eyes closed, <laughs> essentially. Ashley, I just, so I just keep I watching your answer. boyfriend duck out of frame, and it's great. <laughs> He's so he nice. He made me my stew. Look at that stew. He can't hear you because I'm on headphones, but I'm eating in bed like a Hi. monster. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I can't. I can't answer the phone. The answering yeah. of the phone sends me into a full thing, and I have a separate work line. Like I have a separate phone for work, and I have just stopped answering it. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I, just won't, I just won't answer a work call at all. And it was supposed to be to separate work and personal life. And now it's like, this one's even worse. It's like, I just don't, I just can't like leave a voicemail. Oh, my voicemail's broken email. Just fucking email. <laughs> I yeah. didn't what think about want? the difference. I, I definitely have a more kind of anxious feeling when I'm getting a phone call. I can, I can call anybody. I don't feel weird about making a phone call. But when I'm receiving a phone call, the last thing I want to do is answer it. No. It really depends on who, of course. If it's an unknown number, not ever. Never. No, I, never I don't think I've ever answered one of those. And that's the majority of my day would be to answer unknown numbers. <laughs> unless I'm saving like all my, I have like 
300 plus clients and I'm supposed to just answer their calls. <laughs> here's, here's something crazy. Now that you talk about that, Casey uh, works in real estate and has to answer unknown numbers all the goddamn time. It's part of her thing because they may see a billboard, pick it up. Hey, I want to check out this place. Cool. Let me get your information. Is she on we'll a billboard? Be- uh, her boss's, but that her boss's face, her cell phone number. Uh, <laughs> she's an assistant. It's what she does. Um, <laughs> so we'll be in the car. She'll get one of these calls and I will collapse in on myself. She thinks that like she gets like annoyed with me when I do it. Cause she's like, how am I supposed to function if you're doing that? And what I'll do is I'll p- take my fingers, put them in my ears and then like put my hands around my face and like ball up so I don't have to hear the call on speakerphone. Uh, oh, you're physically doing it, not just like internalizing. No, no. Physically, I will roll mm. towards the window and fetal position it. This is more serious just than I thought. So this is more serious. Yeah, yeah this is actually way, this is this bad. Is, this is therapy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is, I, I need therapy. I thought this. you were talking in the way that like, Basically, everyone these days is like, I don't want to talk like, on I the just phone. like literally yeah. can't talk on the phone. You're like, no, I, I, my body it's just rough. caves in on itself. Yeah. Shit, you need to go, go. You need to go <laughs> get something yeah, done. That. And it's very <laughs> funny for a podcast host to not be able to deal with a phone because they're kind of the same, right? We've like, had same episodes. Matt, Matt, Matt Schmidt of the Incredible Shrinking Matt and Jackie did his mm. first episode with our show with they no picture. They adopted a dog Oh, oh, you that's beautiful that? Dog. that dog is wonderful. That's a beautiful mm. dog. He was Gus when he was with me. Now he's Arch- Artie. He's Artie? a perfect Artie? king. Artie. Artie he's Gus. a perfect king, and I cry every day that he's not my dog. But go on. Oh, yes, he's wonderful. Uh, we just saw him. We saw him last week. He's a beautiful dog. Uh, he was on the Zoom call. But the first time Matt did the show, he didn't have his camera on because he was doing something. Uh, so it was just a picture of him up, and I had a lot of trouble getting that episode. If you listen back to that episode, I just don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm doing it's my weird. best. Was your camera on though? Yeah. Yeah. So your camera was on. So that's weird. That is hard. <laughs> Cause I host a lot of calls for my job and I gauge if somebody doesn't turn their camera on mine's off. Like there's not a time where I could just be like, mm-hmm. Okay. All right, guys. So you, I see your cameras are off, but that's okay. Here I am. I mean, I mean, right now, just so you're aware of my outfit, it is like I'm in underwear and a white t-shirt and that's what I wear to work every day. And this. And um, that, little that. Put it in the stew. Put it in the stew. I'm so rude. I'm so sorry. I was so no, hungry. No, it's good. Um, but I, I, I think that there's difference too, if you're able to see yourself. Mm-hmm. and then not see anybody's reaction to it because what if it was just you right now on camera and dan and i were not on camera and we're sitting here like texting each other about what a piece of shit you are and like mm-hmm. rolling our eyes which is probably what people do on the phone Absolutely. With you. Yeah. all the time um all yeah, the yeah, time yeah. like that's probably i, I him, think i've I- ever called dan because a i can't do it and b he'd tell meg yeah uh <laughs> are you better with like a facetime uh it depends on the person Hmm. I prefer a FaceTime. I used to hate a FaceTime and now I prefer a FaceTime. Oh, the, the, I, the Zoom era now has changed that for me. I, yeah, I, hated I think before Zoom, call. I hated it. And now I probably would be better. I probably much better. It, it also yeah. helped now that I have a, a niece and nephew that like, I'd rather see them while I'm listening to my brother talk than just talk to my brother. Take a peek at those little veals yeah. looking at their little like veely chubby little 
bodies. Yes, they are the sweetest, most adorable people. Milk fed little <laughs> freaks. I bet they're really cute, aren't they? Yeah. I don't like kids, but they sound cute. <laughs> Uh, Dan, what, what else do we got? Because I only had a couple songs that when I asked people. Let's see, we got Small Talk, which uh, yeah, I, I'm usually okay with, are, with that. So sorry. This poll is what songs make you nervous? Oh, so no. uh, Dan usually puts up questions of like, what makes you feel nervous? And then I do. Are there any songs that elicit the emotion of nervousness? Just Thank as you. a good divide. Thank you, places. <laughs> mm-hmm. Five. Mm-hmm. Thank you, fives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see. Going outside my apartment, parties and social gatherings. I feel like a lot of these hit on the same type yeah. of thing. People just don't want to be outside. That's what I'm outside. talking about, about a couple that blanket ones, emotion. Actually. It's that everyone is now blanket nervous over the same shit, that group trauma. Yeah. And people have forgotten what's underneath once that snow melts. Of like, oh, no, I'm actually very nervous about heights. I'm actually very nervous about the number 13. I, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's not possible, but I do wish we could go back to like have this be like our first episode and be pre-COVID and see what the response would have been from people yeah. then. Right. I wonder if I felt different. I do, you know, you've got to, what else do you do, but think um, and self-reflect and everything. Like I, I do forget how to be in social situations. Dan, I think when I saw you guys at Bonner's was the first time I emerged from my (laughs) tiny little castle in the sky, 400 square foot apartment in in months. And I've done nothing but doubt myself since. (laughs) <laughs> and I was well because you are all you're a terrible comedian, but so I like, just <laughs> no, but I just like forgot that you have to look at people in the eyes, yeah. you know, like you've got to make eye contact, right? And then it's oh, you, it's not just one question. Oh, you got to keep it going. Yeah. Got to keep it going. Got it. Okay, so it's like a, it really is such a different thing where I've now turned into what I feel like is like what I would have been embarrassed about my mother. Like I talk to people on the street now to like, make sure like that's what we're supposed to keep doing. I'm like, ha ha, nice day. <laughs> right. Like, Oh, look at that cute little pup. What a cute, you know, just like a yeah. nutcase. Like I'm, I've turned into the opposite of what I feel inside. I'm like, please don't look at me. Please don't look at me. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird that like you've hated that for so long and then once you're deprived of it you're like i think this is what i have to be now in order to get any sort of what i had back mm-hmm. it's weather's so nice weird. isn't the weather nice it's <laughs> yeah. fall weather we're doing stew you're doing a stew it's like the dumbest like <laughs> good sweater does. about time we get to wear one huh like Ooh. <laughs> my, my favorite phrase i had a teacher would tell us this phrase all the time i was like could you imagine what we'd have to talk about if we couldn't talk about the weather Mm-mm. like to make small talk with someone is just talking about the weather. And if you couldn't do that, you just have to do big talk. It's just like, what do you think about the deficit? Uh, like it's just, you got to know shit. <laughs> At least I with the weather. Like it's that like stuff has kind of thing. shifted into the realm of small talk now too, that like mm-hmm. the way politics took over, like everybody just feels so comfortable about talking about major things as small talk. Mm-hmm. And I am not. Yeah. No. You could do a quick wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Like, what do you think of that fucking Pelosi bitch? And then yeah. you'll like know your audience and you'll be like, yeah, yeah, no, I think she's great too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, you know, you can definitely know who you're. Yeah, no, I was we just mocking the people who thought that. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chewing <laughs> on, like booing on. Like, I like to on. throw out random political things from takes from about 20 years ago just to see if anyone catch on. That Clinton. Like, oh, did you, like what? Yeah, you hear about Nader? <laughs> Vented seatbelts. That's what he did. He's running Damn. again. That dork. <laughs> what a simpler time. I know, right? With seatbelts and people were like, I don't know. It doesn't seem real to me. I still won't wear one. Yeah. It's just the mask argument all over again, but except it was seatbelts. Yeah. America has literally argued over everything forever. So every time people are like, can you believe this is happening now? And it's like, yeah, it's yes. actually like happened forever. So yes. now is the same as forever. It's part of forever. Bunch of idiots. So George, what uh, songs do we get? So honestly, a couple of these, yes, do induce nervousness, but a lot of people, and I, I guess it's to be expected, just listed songs that are have the word nervous in the name. That tends to happen. <laughs> yeah, if it's a tougher emotion, we got uh, Nervous by Shawn Mendes. Uh, which I, I don't know it. Yeah, so no goddamn clue. Sing a couple of bars? I, I know Shawn uh, Mendes is famous and sells out arenas, I'm gonna guess it's but got I do some not know sort of, It's got some sort of run in it, so maybe it's like, maybe it's got some of that in there um, the next Gorgeous. one is a song also called nervous by a punk band called pears okay um again the request will be the same for each so okay so that one's got to be like more punk but it could be a cover so let's just go like yeah yeah, yeah. um and Whoa. then uh one that i actually do know someone did uh nervous breakdown by black flag which is oh, no, now uh that one was great um someone did holiday in cambodia which is one that didn't have nervousness i know that one <laughs> how's it going it's a holiday in cambodia that's beautiful yeah. that's fantastic that's great okay. i actually i learned on a different podcast that um the singer of the dead of dead kennedy's jello biafra um, basically all the songs are sung by evil villains, which is why he sounds like that is they're all sung. Oh, from so a he's person. like in character. He, this he's is a, a character. Power Ranger? He's, <laughs> yeah. a, he's like green Ranger. Uh, it's know. not quite blue Ranger. Um, the cool one, but <laughs> he's a cool one, but yeah. So like anytime he's singing a song, it's from the perspective of some sort of like movie villain. Um, of his own making. Interesting. Yeah. So when you listen back to this song, and then the last one that I will talk about of uh, uh, of nervousness doesn't have nervous in the name, but doesn't even have lyrics, which is crazy. But I do agree, it does induce nervousness. Darude Sandstorm. That's the. I thought we were doing it in like a round. I, I, I don't we can like do that. Row, row. <laughs> <laughs> sandstorm, you know, row, row, row your back. <laughs> yeah. You know, He's rowing row, through row. a sandstorm. The, the very weird examples for me, and I, I think it's just because they're tied to a, a time in my life where I was a much more nervous person, but I, I think we've talked about Love it to see that. on here before. No, you wouldn't. It was terrible. <laughs> we, we would not be friends. Are we friends? <laughs> Oh my God, this is the best. I've been waiting for this for years. I this won't is tell so Meg. cool. So, yeah, Don't like tell Meg. Meg. Meg also doesn't know she's my friend. I just keep telling her, I'm like, we're friends, right? And she's like, no. The the, uh, the song that, that always made me very nervous was Human by The Killers. And yeah, you don't like that it's one. It's not a particular- How does that one go? Are we human? 
Oh, we don't so okay, got it, got it. I didn't know that it was called human, to be honest. Yeah. But the the other one, since we've talked about that one enough, you can go find it, whatever episode we've talked about that. But uh Evil Urges by my by my morning jacket, that whole album. I'm not gonna do the whole album. Do the whole album. I'll, I'll sing pretend it's on shuffle, top down. Uh, there's a song that goes evil urges. That's it. That's I can't believe you're going to get a record deal out of one. both of you. Either both that of you or a cease and desist. I, <laughs> I will auto-tune my voice by the time this comes out. So people are going to be like, oh, oh, do shit, me, do me. Can you lower mine a few octaves? Sure, I'll, I'll yeah. drop you down way Monster low. Monster voice? Yeah, yeah yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, is that all the ones we have? That was all the ones we had. There was one that I thought of uh, that I put on all my Halloween playlists. Now it, it's it's officially the season. Monster Mash. I don't know. It's no, it's not Monster Mash. It makes me nervous. <laughs> I put it on there to elicit, we, like, oh, I'm uncomfortable now. Uh, I think it's a great horror movie song. Um, it'll be like Monster Mash. It'll be Dragula. It'll be Ghost Town by the Specials, and then it'll go in Sunshine, Lollipops, and Rainbows by uh, Leslie. What's her name? I'm sorry. Gore? How's it go? Uh, Leslie Gore. Sunshine, Lollipops, and Rainbows. Mm. Everything mm. is that Leslie Gore? Perfect horror some, movie song. Leslie Gore is also bad the, always happens. It's my party, and I'll cry if I want to. Isn't that also Leslie Gore? Is it? I'm not sure. Let's find out. It's my party. It. She did. It's my party. You don't own me and sunshine lollipops and rainbows. Oh, oh she you did. Don't you don't own, own me too. That's a good and one. And she did Misty. She did Misty. Like play Everyone Misty for me. It's Misty. That one. I think so. All that. What is that genre, by the way? Because they all kind of fuck with my brain. That yeah. Like we're kind of happy, but everything is an underlying bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, we're kind of happy, pop. but I'm also a woman yeah. in the fifties. <laughs> <laughs> The world is crumbling and nuclear war is intended. Yeah. 1963 <laughs> and 1964 were like yeah. your four top albums are from. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're in peak. It's awful to be a woman now. Mm-hmm. Time. But you're singing sunshine, lollipops. And maybe there's a we, lot of pain behind that song, I'm maybe sure. Maybe we need to re-release that. I'm, I'm yeah. about there again. dark and moody versions of Leslie mm-hmm. Gore, too. She's having her own Pink TikTok Ranger. moment right now. Pink Ranger. Yeah. Leslie Gore is the Pink Ranger. You, you want a mm-hmm. uh, a good, weird, unnerving Halloween song? Go listen to Pumpkinhead Harvey. It is, it's like a Vincent Price ish, like like horror movie as a song. Okay. How would it go? Like, how would if you were to tell us how the, what the song sounded like? How would you do that? Honestly, we might be able to get away with this one because I don't think anyone's looking up the copyright for it. I, I feel like the guy sounds like just me talking when I have a slight cold. Which is like how? Like how does that sound? Like? I, I, pumpkin at RV. <laughs> That's oh, it. Like- we, we need to get I out of here. Like Everyone, song. go listen okay, to Pumpkinhead Harvey. It's time for us to go. Ashley, thank you for being here. Thank you guys enjoy for your having stew. me. I'm gonna enjoy my stew. I'll send you guys photos of all of my wounds, yeah. so you can post that on. T- do people tweet? I don't have. I deleted my Twitter. We have a Twitter. <laughs> I forget right. we have a Twitter, but it's out there. It's one of those ADHD things where it's like if I'm not around it for all the time, I forget it exists. Clear uh, bins. You got to put your Twitter in a clear bin so you remember it's there. That's what I do with everything. Feel feelings is a wasted robot production. Editing done by Dan Getz. Music by George Bruderman. 
You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FeelFeelingsPod, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm backslash feelfeelings. If you're ever feeling any heavy emotions and feel like there's nowhere to turn to, please don't hesitate to reach out to us or to any of the resources in the show notes. Thanks for listening. This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information and links to other shows, please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com/podcasts. We're such a professional show.